Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. You'll find out what happened to Frankenstein and other stuff that never happened. Freaking nerds. The Boogie Monster. Podcasting the unknown. Have you, ever, have you ever done whippets? Have I done whippets? Uh, no, I've eaten a yeah. lot of whipped cream, but I've never... Uh, not the same. Yeah. Not, not even close. Yeah, I always discard the can once the cream is gone, but uh, no. You're, you're making a big mistake. Really? I hear it's a good time. Yeah. My sister used to do it, like as a kid. My sister was a huffer. Okay. That's... Uh... Like, as a, just as a child... <laughs> that, I've always associated with that as like the most white trash way to get high. Huffing. <laughs> it's well, I'm surrounded by them. Paint so. or glue or gas? What does she huff or did she huff? I don't know if I. I don't know if Rachel can hear me. Rachel used to get in trouble. They would like she like tells a story about like the seven eleven seven eleven cup melting because they would put get, splash a little gas in there. Oh jeez. <laughs> Tegan would did like it was always markers. She would just like like just as a kid like yeah. magic markers and stuff. And my mom would be like, she just loves the way they smell. I don't get it. I'm like, all right. But then she, somebody showed her about the ready whip. And she'd be like, you got to do this. And she'd just stand in front of the fridge and stagger for a while. And I'd be like, I don't know why this ready whip doesn't come out the way it's supposed to. Oh, my God. That's that's insane. Yeah, there's a, I watched a movie years ago with Philip Seymour Hoffman where he uh, huffs airplane glue. It's a real depressing movie. Yeah. I mean, it's right there for the taking. Mm-hmm. I've done, yeah, the cartridges and whatever else. Desk cleaner. Yeah. Apparently, uh, gold paint is popular amongst uh, people who enjoy that yeah. stuff. I don't know what the gold, something about the gold in it. I mean, I know it's not real I gold. think maybe if you're going to get caught huffing paint, you may as well have gold <laughs> on your face instead of a more muted color. <laughs> May as well go regal, you know. Yeah, probably. The old mouth crown. Um, so you, so, so I, I this this next week's episode. Or are we coming out? I don't know what we're doing with this one. Yeah, this you've been is, ill. Dave. Yeah, I've been ill. This is uh, this is next week's episode. Yeah, we're recording early because okay. uh, your travel next week. 
Um, we Episodes late. Dave sick. Blame Kyle. Yeah. I get it. I think it's. I think it's cute. I like that part, people participate in. <laughs> yeah, I thought maybe we could get uh, one done last week, but uh, one day of feeling bad turned into about five days of feeling awful. Um, yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I you got dinged I, up. I didn't go to the doctor or anything. I, I I can't tell if it's the flu or food poisoning or a virus, but. Um, and not to be too graphic, but uh, I've lost 11 pounds, and I've burned no calories, and I haven't vomited, so do the math. And um, like, uh, it was really... Uh, big, big sweats. Re- yeah, really uh, testing the limits of my own biology. Uh, it, it was like... You read a lot of, read a lot of books? <laughs> it was... Uh, dude, it was intense. It was... Uh, yeah, it just really that sucked. like a food poisoning type of thing. Yeah, I've had food poisoning before, and ooh, what got what got you? Who who took the throne? Oh man, literally, I had food poisoning in two thousand and one from who took down Goliath from eating grilled shrimp, <laughs> the grilled shrimp dinner at Longhorn Steakhouse in Greenville, South Carolina, and uh, that uh, that's the sickest I've ever been, and. That was let's co- go. Hold on a second. Mm-hmm. Is all you got? You got shrimp? Yeah. At Longhorn Steakhouse? Yeah. Yeah. I was uh, I was on tour with Stuck Mojo, tour managing uh, rap metal pioneer Stuck Mojo, and uh, we stopped it after uh, was it, I can't remember, but some on the way home from a weekend of shows, we stopped at Greenville, South Carolina, ate at Longhorn. I had the shrimp. And, uh, but you didn't get a steak at a steakhouse, is what I'm saying. No, because I was also moonlighting at Longhorn in in Georgia at the time, and I'd had my I, I'd had my share of steak at, the, at that point in my life. So I was like, oh, okay, let, okay, let, let you, were, you were full try, up on it. Yeah, let gotcha. me try to mix it up and try the shrimp, and uh, that was the sickest I've ever been in my life. I literally thought like, oh, I'm this is what dying feels like. And my point is, back wow. then it was uh, it was coming out of every hole. But this was uh, a little more, a yeah. little more focused, southern, and, southern hemisphere. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, man, just really, it's been a been a, sorry, <laughs> not to not to you know woe is me, but it's just been a real awful week, man. It's just really, nah, be- and, and you know, I this is kind of an obvious statement. I hate feeling sick, but um, and I, I'm assuming whatever I'm dealing with right now. Is it necessarily connected to my general lack of health and fitness? But uh, just sitting there all day on the toilet, all week on the toilet, I was like, I gotta, yeah, I, I gotta really make some changes. And uh, you know, when feeling a bit, feeling a bit folded over. Yeah, I just, um, I mean, again, obvious statement, but like, I feel like it's human nature to somewhat take your health for granted until you're out of commission for a few days, you know? And it's like, oh, I, I just, I hate that feeling of just being weak and meek and powerless and just, I was like, I got to change some shit. Bloody. I don't, I don't want, I know that the way I'm going, that my, fu- I'm going to have a lot more of that type of stuff in my future. I, I don't want to be laid up with heart disease and diabetes and all mm-hmm. kind of ailments that come with, you know, obesity and poor health. So, uh, yeah, it's definitely you know kind of a wake up call of like man, man, uh, yeah. I'm kind of like <clears throat> in a weird way lucky I got gout and figured out what it was because it's like all right, let's try and change up the diet a little bit mm-hmm. and 
<clears throat> change how we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's going to. Here's the here's the this is the thing like it's that one of those you only figure it out when you're older is like mm-hmm. you don't ever feel old yeah you don't ever like look at the number and be like yep that's appropriate it's always like wait what this is happening to me like it sure is dude you're yeah. in your mid forties yeah this is exactly oh I can't have a heart attack I'm only what forty six that's when people have heart attacks yeah <laughs> it's like it's not a crazy age no for no. this shit to be happening. And it's always like, oh, well, I can get to it later. One of these days, mm-hmm. dog. Yeah, I'm guilty ah. of that. I'm definitely guilty of that, of just one day, one day, I'll, you know, just that's on my to-do list, but I keep putting it off. And, uh, yeah, I think, too, growing up in the South, just, you know, so much obesity and stuff down there. I, just my whole childhood, I just, I always knew someone's dad or someone's uncle who was not old, but was just riddled with health problems looking back at it now like and and at the time you think you know oh well you know andy's uncle he's an old guy you know no wonder he's limping around and he's 100 pounds and then now you grow up and you're like oh wait i'm older than he was like now i'm older than that those people were and anybody who was like really took care of themselves was almost viewed as like vain yeah vain or you know kind of uh you know bougie or oh, just, sissy look boy. At, yeah, they're just all oh, just trim. Oh, they yeah. just they go to the gym. They really it was kind of not not like in a aggro way, mm-hmm. but there was definitely an attitude of like why aren't you undoing your pants at the end of Thanksgiving? Oh, you ate a sensible amount. Yeah. <laughs> like there was always kind of this Yeah, there was always like an attitude about it. Mm-hmm. If somebody tried to take care of themselves. And what scares me, too, is I look back now and I think about... I had a... Not a girlfriend, but a gal I, I kind of dated in high school. And her dad uh, used to jog, and he was fit. And uh, he had a heart attack at 39. And now I think about... Oh, yeah. I think about that, and I'm like, okay, that guy was six years younger and a lot fitter than I am now. And that dude had a heart attack. My dad had a real uh, good friend who died of a heart attack at 32 who was not obese. There's, I mean, there's anomalies for sure. Yeah. So I think about that. I shit. mean, my mom, my mom still, my mom still smokes and the doctor's like, yeah, your lungs sound great. <laughs> really? How's that possible? So, yeah. That, so, uh, yeah. Everything's built different, but you can look at like statistics and be like, all right, these things are bad for you. And more often than not, they will result in something bad happening there's mm-hmm. going to be the story of somebody like i smoke and drank and lived to 100 of there's course. always going to be that story yeah. and people hang on to that story mm-hmm. just like everybody in la hangs on to the story about like well so-and-so didn't start yeah stand-up <laughs> comedy till they were 50 or so-and-so moved here with three dollars in their pocket and then they were going to move but they got an acting job it's like yeah but you're not looking at the streets filled with homeless people who mm-hmm. did the same thing and then it never worked out for them. yeah true well, that person smoked and drank, and then they died when they were thirty-seven. Like, there's a lot of those stories too. We just believe we just like the fairy tales to keep us going. Yeah, and I think I, you know, I mean, I'm a, I'm fairly self-aware, but I, I just, um, I think because other than, I mean, I know I'm contradicting myself talking about how bad this week was, but for the most part i am in good health in terms of like i don't feel bad most of the time you know my my joints don't hurt too bad even though i know i'm carrying a lot of extra weight so i'm just like well 
I guess I'm one of those people that can handle this. And then it's like, dude, you're fucking Plus, it's I'm, Russian I'm, roulette. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure mentally, you, you know, every time you go out to exercise, all the little twinks are hitting on you. So that probably boosts you thinking <laughs> you're doing great. Yeah. Like, I, how could I be unhealthy when all these fellas are all up on me? Yeah, and I still, you know, again, self-aware, I know I'm not 21 anymore, but I still feel somewhat spry and capable and confident, but, uh, you know, you just look at the facts and you're like, dude, you're fucking, yeah. you're, you're, you're pushing it. And uh, I, want- I just absolutely hated that feeling of just... Just oh, having yeah. no strength, no energy, no anything. And I'm like, man, thank God this is just the flu or something else and not, you know, yeah, dude. coronary disease or diabetes. or Ta- Take advantage of it, people. It's, we got one sunny week. It's cold out here, mm-hmm. but it's sunny. So I've been out, met Sean Jordan. Rachel and I met Sean Jordan at the one skate park here. But that was one of those days where I was like, I... I've been, t- we've been taking Valerian route to go to bed around here. Oh, that yeah? That stuff, man. That stuff will knock you off kilter really? stronger than weed sometimes but it's so that's a side story so we went to the skate park two days ago but i was like groggy so i wasn't really messing like not like i could do anything anyway but it was one of those kind of like oh this is dangerous for you to be here even wobbling around but then yesterday went out to the little uh paved uh pump track they have here and i got i got rad adjacent hell so yeah I, I, it really is it really is one of those like fucking Sit in your age, sit and feel 46 and be like, all right, do it now. Instead of feeling old, I'm like, well, how, am I going to do this when I'm 50? That's what's awesome about riding bikes up here, mm-hmm. especially BMX bikes. It's all the other dude I was hanging out with at the pump track, which is basically like a paved BMX, BMX track. Okay. He's 50 and that dude rips. Hmm. And there's other dudes in there that are like, like, and like pushing 40. It's all old dudes up here. Yeah. Riding bikes. I went to the skate park last week and it was all dudes like in 30s and 40s. Like, oh, this is great. And there's no attitude at that point. They're old enough. There's no attitude. Mm-hmm. No ego. Of like, who's this Who's this kook? Who's this poser? It's like, we're all just. I mean, those guys are good. I don't get in their way, but mm-hmm. it's awesome. And it's one of those things like, I can, I can feel old about doing it or I could just. Ignore my age. Ignore my age for the sake of doing fun things, not mm-hmm. for the sake of like I should start smoking again. <laughs> something <laughs> like that. No, that's great. I, it's awesome that you have like a, an activity, something active that you enjoy. And I think that's been part of my problem is I've yet to really. I mean, obviously, there's physical things that I love to do, but they're not like like baseball and basketball. But yeah. I, I need other people to do that you, you gotta know? get a gang yeah <laughs> but uh i gotta <laughs> i gotta find those uh solitary things that i can do that i don't look at i don't look at it as like uh exercise or you know look at it as recreation not necessarily exercise. for the batting cages as mm-hmm. zach Toscani was uh was up here for about a week and he's got like he's hilarious i don't mm-hmm. know if you know zach yeah he's great and uh he's got a joke about Something it's just something about being sad. It's like, oh, how about this? How about this for being sad? What if you ever saw a kid going to the batting cages just with a mitt, the <laughs> <laughs> roll of quarters that said "Dad" on it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh man, that's a, ooh, that's a good one. Zach. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I just, uh, oh, I just, I it just, just a 
terrible feeling to just uh, know that um, you're not playing with all your energy bars. You, you drinking? You drinking your fluids, Dave? You got Pedialyte? What you drinking, dude? I've been drinking so much. <laughs> I just bourbon. <laughs> it's not doing the trick, <laughs> dude. I've again. I don't want to be too graphic, but I've just what i've been through just dehydrates you it's insane yeah that's what i'm saying it's you insane get how fluids, much it buddy. dehydrates you and i've been chugging water and gatorade and still good, good. my fucking piss looks like gasoline it's insane <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, it's, it's well, been maybe a, that's why been yeah, a wild ride maybe it's not dehydration you just got so many electrolytes in your body yeah i, I don't know i doubt that but uh well yeah, I hope you get better. And then you know, having trouble sleeping just because I've been in bed, and you know, napping here and there throughout the day, and then nighttime when it's time to sleep, you know, I'm just wired, and so then I'm taking fucking uh, what, what did I take? Not Nyquil, but the uh, Nyquil makes a uh, a sleep thing. What a Z yeah, yeah, Z yeah. thing? Yeah, yeah. I just sleep. sleep so stuff. yeah, I've been taking that, and then it's like giving me. I, I think I mixed that with a Tylenol PM the other night, and then something happened to where I was completely groggy and like wanted to sleep. But it was like, it felt like I took a bunch of Nyquil mixed with a bunch of Red Bull, even though that's not what I did. I I, I just took two different sleep aids, but like I just had this weird feeling of like where I'm kind of half in and out, but at the same time like jittery. It's just, uh, yeah, it's just not been not been a fun week. You're all jacked up, buddy. Yeah, you taking any weed, weed gummies to sleep? Maybe no, no. I puffed on a little uh, indica last night, and that helped. Uh, usually, yeah. I, don't, I don't mess with the indica too much, just because it usually puts me down. But uh, I thought, well, let me let me try some of this, and it it helps yeah. some. But uh, yeah, well, I'm I'm sorry, buddy. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's I'm I'm around in the corner. Uh, today's the day, the best day I felt in in a week, so. And I was well, tr- let's uh, let's let's talk about a little bit of stuff. Yeah, what you've been up to? Get man. some stuff out there. Yeah, anything exciting? No, I just been get like, like I said, it was it was sunny this week, so I was trying to just get rad adjacent a couple days. I like I I was gonna say, I don't know, I don't know if this is like turning into a self help podcast, but <laughs> like I started to enjoy going to the gym. Mm-hmm. I started uh, like. Again, maybe it's just I'm not trying to be young and hot and meet somebody there, so I can just look like a fucking idiot on all the equipment. And yeah, I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just get I just listen to whatever I want to listen to. I do what I want to do, and I go uh, have a schwitz. There you go. I go sit and see. I think I was taking prednisone. Speaking of like, I had a gout flare up a few weeks back. Mm-hmm. They put me on prednisone, which is a steroid. I got. My skin is just destroyed from taking, like, because, you know, steroids give you acne? Yeah. I think that's what happened. My skin is all nuts right now. Really? Yeah. I think it's because I was, like, had to taper up. I don't know. But anyway, that's my small medical malady. <laughs> but uh, otherwise, man, just getting ready. To, I'm coming down to L.A. We'll go. We'll record some in person yeah. in, in a week, Dave. Yeah. Excited about that. Excited, man. Come on over to the record room. I'll... Uh... Yeah. Enough time for you to fumigate. <laughs> I was about to say, I'll have apartment. it all aired out. <laughs> I'll bring some candles. I'll bring some nice uh, candles. I'll go to Sephora, get some good candles. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, 
yeah, back down there for a few days and just, I don't know, just trying to, trying to not be bothered by shit. Mm-hmm. Like getting my, I was getting in my head about some stuff. I was like, ah, it's sunny out. Go ride your bike. Go mm-hmm. do, go ride your children's bike with a bunch of other grown men over in a park next to a giant homeless encampment. <laughs> oh, man. It's gnarly here. They got like a tractor trailer and everything at this one encampment. Oh, really? I don't know how they got a semi truck. Hmm. And that's this camp got a semi truck. That's not like a organization supply truck or anything. They've like <clears throat> no, 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 no. This is a camp where they got a semi truck and trailer. That's a score. Um, amongst all their like torn up cars and campers and tents. Hmm. I thought those were kept track of. You would think. I mean. Unless know. it's just an old one that it was somebody that was also like, yeah, I just. Yeah. Unless somebody stole stole it like it was like left on the side of the highway and somebody stole it and somebody, I'd like rather just take the insurance than mm-hmm. try and. Yeah. I guess just like any, but it is, any automobile, you know, you could. Yeah. it It is gnarly here. You know, the stuff people talk about, like the homeless encampments, it's, it's, uh. It's in the sections. It's in areas, but you get to those areas, and you're like, "Wow, this is nuts." But I don't know. Let's try and go. Good vibes, buddy. Let's well, try and keep it positive. <laughs> All right, then I won't talk about the insane L.A. What crime spree that we're crime. Well, let's. Uh, well, let, we're in the middle of. Okay. Well, here's the road rage dude got caught. Road rage dude got caught. Uh, glad to see that piece of shit get caught. What a fucking putz. What a fucking moron that guy was. I was really hoping I'd run across him. But, uh, yeah, glad to see wow. he's behind bars right now. They gave him like hey, a, hey, thank God you were sick this week, that's Dave. That's true. Otherwise, that guy would have been in trouble. That's true. Um, if it wasn't for all this diarrhea, that guy would have been in uh, <laughs> a lot of hot water. If it wasn't for all this hot water my body's making, that guy would have been in some real hot water. Oh, my God. What a fucking putz <laughs> that guy was. It's funny. um, the guy looks like an actor, and I don't know the guy's name, but there's an actor slash comedian. I think this actor was on Ted, Ted Lasso, but this this actor was on a show on a comedy show in L.A. the other day, and I saw the poster. I was like, "Holy shit, that's the guy!" Like for like five seconds, oh, no, I thought that was the guy. <laughs> that's the guy. I know who you're talking Gold, about. Goldstein, uh, Gold, Brett Goldstein. Yeah, yes, yeah. Um, and for like five seconds, that I thought that like was a the great- guy. <laughs> Apparently, yeah, that, I didn't realize that guy's a stand-up comedian because he's such like a grumpy dude in Ted Lasso. Yeah, but yeah, the guy looks a lot like I think like he's him. a creator. Like he, I think he what, goes a writer on the show. Mm-hmm. He didn't even want to be on the show, and then they put him in. Oh, really? The show, and he won like some acting award for it. Good for him. But yeah, I see it. Nathaniel Radamac. Yeah. They got him. This, they got him. This motherfucker's punching old ladies in the eye. What the fuck? Now- if anybody can sympathize with road rage, it's me. I get it. I lose my tip. I've never fucking pulled out a pipe and hit someone's car punching an old lady. We've, we've heard. What the we've fuck heard. is wrong with people? You're going around punching women in the eye? Like, ugh. I think my man has a has a rage issue. No shit. But yeah, man, it's, it's chaos, dude. I don't know what's going on around here. I don't know if it's one of those cases where it's the same, but I'm just seeing more news reports, but... 
Uh, two miles from my house, three women in their 30s got shot to death in a car uh, in Beverly Crest, which is the neighborhood oh. just, just north of Beverly Hills, up in the hills there. Uh, three women got murdered a few days ago just sitting in a car at 2 a.m. Um, yesterday, the cops found a dude at a high-rise apartment three miles from my home, right uh, on Sunset, right near where Rachel used to work, Sunset and Gordon. There's a high-rise apartment okay. building. The 24-year-old dude had uh, a couple of AR-15s, oh, a couple that. of rifles, a thousand rounds of ammo, and this is the most disturbing part of it, and a tr- uh, gun tripods set up um, in his window, pointed down at the neighboring dog park. This mother They think this really? motherfucker was about to Sunset pull a fucking Gordon, mass huh? shooting. Yeah. This just happened yesterday. I'm sure you heard about the Lunar New Year thing in Monterey Park, the Asian guy yeah, that yeah. shot Sunset a bunch of folks. Uh, there was a fucking... A whole family got murdered out in uh, San Bernardino this week. And then, I don't know if you heard about this, like a month ago, uh, I don't know the exact city, but kind of in the central coast of California, somewhere up uh, in central California, there was a fucking cartel murder. A whole six people got murdered, including a baby. And they think the cartel, the Mexican drug what? cartel did it. It's just okay. every day there's something like, not just like petty crime, something insane happening in L.A. or Southern California. Well, and you do know that once you start looking at one story, the algorithm is going to give you the of other Of course. Stories. Yeah, so I get that. You're going to. But regardless, that's a lot of fucking shit going down in a, in the mm-hmm. centralized area in the in a small amount of time. Like, it's uh, pretty disturbing. But, yeah, this fucker yesterday found 1,000 rounds of ammo, bunch of automatic weapons, and uh, tripods uh, set up, pointed down at the neighboring park. And he was apparently, like, so, making comments to neighbors and stuff about mass shootings. It's always wild when these guys can still afford, like, a good place to live. Yeah. Like, I'm looking at this building. It's a nice building. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah, it was, it was always very. It wasn't a great joke, but it's just about like when, like, like oh, and then they escaped from this killer's basement. And I'm like, oh, these serial killers still have house money. Yeah. Like, how are you? Oh, yeah. This is a. What's right here? Oh, it's across from the Emerson College. It's across from your beloved Arby's, Dave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right next to Roscoe's. Oh, God. What if he was just... It's a weird place. Okay, yeah. It's got got balconies up there. I'm looking at the street view. That's fucked. Mm-hmm. And then did you see the uh, Paul Pelosi video? I did not watch that. I'm trying to, like, not that consume as much. That was fucking insane. I mean, that's just nuts. We don't have to get into all I that. I saw some of it, like... Death, like what did they answer the door and then the guy was yeah answer the door he's like holding his arm yeah they're both standing there and you can't quite figure out what's going on and then the the yeah. perp has a hammer and then the cop just kind of casually says you know why don't you drop that hammer and he just goes nope and then pelosi bolts out of frame and then immediately the guy follows him and you can see him swinging Guy's a hammer at him for it, yeah. yeah just what the fuck is well, going on with everybody 
I mean, this is yeah. This is the hard. Is is there more crime, or are we just seeing more of it because the internet and the algorithm is feeding it to us? And then the fucker up in Oregon, Grants Pass. I'm sure you heard about that. That broke today. Oh yeah, Grants Pass is filled with weirdos. That piece of shit. Be, fucking be driving through there, torturing women, then fucking killed himself like a fucking coward. Anyway, you said good vibes. Uh, My bad. You said uh, yeah, good I was trying. I was trying to go. I thought because the one guy got caught, and I'm yeah. like, well, this is a lot of success story. A lot of these people got <laughs> caught, so I guess that's like good, you know. Uh, let me try and spin it. You know, let me try and spin it here, buddy. <laughs> I saw a weird thing that happened uh, right in front of my apartment the other day, and I'm I'm hoping this okay. is all above board. But uh, one of those. Um, We've got a bunch of those little robots in L.A. now that, like, deliver food. Have you seen these things? Oh, yeah. These things are pretty interesting. But I one was yeah. rolling down the street the other day. I'm, I'm sitting at our front table looking out. we got this nice window that kind of overlooks our block. And I, I'm like, oh, shit, there's one of those robots. And it just stops. Yeah. And then, like, 30 seconds later, a, um, a U-Haul van pulls up. And two guys get out, and they load it up. And to this day, <laughs> I don't know if that was arranged or not. I don't. I don't know if that was a robot theft or that was just part of the robot team. But uh, I'm serious. It was a uh, either a Hertz or you. It was a rental van, and the robot two, napping. And the two guys, they looked a little. I'm not talking about uh, how they their appearance, but um, their body language. I couldn't tell if they were kidnapping it, but they were kind of a little frantic. Maybe I'm just reading into it wrong, but uh, I was like, "Wait a minute, am I watching?" Maybe it was a- trying. To, maybe it was trying to think for itself, like uh, Johnny Five. <laughs> but yeah, we're gonna have a Johnny Five situation, and we're gonna have a Wally. We're gonna one of these things is just gonna want to be loved. <laughs> and they're like, "No, you need to deliver this Arby's." to this mass shooter at the apartment. So, and the robot's going to be like, guys, this guy was a little weird. Like, shut up, robot. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that they worked for a company that was uh, scheduled to go and pick up that robot. But the fact that they were in a rental van and they looked a little – I mean, I can't. I don't even remember what they – their appearance looked like, but I just I thought they were kind of looking around a little too much like they were stealing something. So who knows? I haven't seen. What, what that would you get? Head. Like what would you get out of the out of like having one of those? Well, and I assume too that like it's like those scooters. Like nobody bothers to steal those things because they got all the tracking devices and GPS shit on them. I mean, but yeah, I don't but you, know have you ever seen the guys that round up like the rental bikes, the mm-hmm. ones that don't need to be returned to stations? Yeah. And they have to go around at night, and the scooter they go around at night to pick them up and bring them back mm-hmm. to like the central locations. I don't know. That's yeah. I don't know what you're going to get out of it. I think they're probably. I don't know. You got me. Mm, I don't know. Oh, this gun, this gunman, this Hollywood gunman name. His name was Braxton. Braxton. Yeah, that's not good for him. Yeah, Braxton ain't gonna be. Moving around soon. I got, uh, all right, here's some lighter news. Um, on a personal note, 
I've always been disgusted and repulsed by Taco Bell. However, uh, Katie Taco Bell the other night. Katie likes the bean and cheese burrito over there, but uh, she came home with I don't know what the official name of these things are, but uh, for lack of a better term, uh, little, little Taco Bell donuts, and little little donuts with uh, cream filled in the middle, little cream filled donut puffs. Not not a donut per se, like a donut ball, like a donut hole. Churro. Uh, no, oh, just churro. Little, little like churro balls and uh, best fast food dessert I've ever had. Looking it up right now. Best fast food dessert Taco. I've ever put in my mouth. Cinnabon delights. Cinnabon delights. Yeah, A plus. A plus plus. You really that offended by Taco Bell? It's disgusting. I'm very wow. offended by it. Yeah, do better. Strong online exclusives. Now I'm on the website and I'm getting excited. Quesarito's back. All right, never mind. Uh, all right. <laughs> well. <laughs> Like you didn't have time to go, in, go down that rabbit hole. Uh, I didn't know it was online exclusives. I didn't know you had to like uh, really know the secret code for a quesarito. I'm like going through extra steps. Oh man. Um. So let's. We both watched Paul T. Goldman oh. this week. So probably spoiler. Probably spoilers included. Fuck that guy. But maybe not really spoilers included. I but hate I, everything you know, about that. I'd guy. say I'd say okay, but I'd say listen listen at your own risk if you're planning on watching it cuz I want to talk about Paul T Goldman. What a fucking putz. Grow some fucking well, balls and right, ugh, right, I just I, okay, I don't mix on. well with these type of dudes. Hold on a second, Dave. Let's let people know what ugh. the show's about. Okay. Now this fella several years ago had um gone on Twitter and just like Basically reached out to everybody and anybody about, like, I have a crazy story that I've already written a book about, and it would make a great, you know, great material, great story for Hollywood. And he just, at, at anybody's handle related to Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And the filmmaker, Jason Walliner, who has uh, directed, uh, like, episodes of Nathan for You and everything, he was, like, one of the only guys who... Who took him up on it? Mm-hmm. Now, if you're already doing a Nathan for you type of thing, uh, let's see what else has he got. Uh, oh, he di- he directed the last Borat movie too. So stuff where unsuspecting public. Oh, he did like Human Giant stuff, and he's done some like uh, regular fiction stuff. But, you know, okay, so it's also been in the mix of, like, um, unsuspecting public kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And for the record, so, I, I, I'm i not saying mm-hmm. I didn't like the, – the show was entertaining, and I'm, I'm not shit. I know, I'm trying to set up – It's this guy. It's a no, no, guy. I'm trying to set up the background here. Uh-huh. I'm trying to – like, people who haven't seen it, I'm trying to let them know what's going on, Dave. We got, we got people listening to this yeah. that don't know what we're talking about. We got to let them in. <laughs> So this is who responded to this uh, wild card character tweeting at anybody who might listen. It's a guy who has made films where the unsuspecting public is the brunt of the humor. Mm -hmm. That's how I'm setting this up. Because then this movie starts. We're like, okay, we meet this guy, Paul T. Goldman. He's a guy who 
thinks he has a wild story about a wife, uh, the gal that he met and married, who he suspects is actually a prostitute and part of a prostitution ring. This guy has a wild imagination and not in a Walter Mitty type of escapism mm-hmm. sense. In a, in a, this is, this, he's, he's seem, he believes that his wife is a, pro, like a lot of stuff that's going on. This guy thinks, and he's like, this story would be great for Hollywood. What would you think is wrong with At, this guy? Is, is this uh, classic autism or is he just a fucking idiot uh, or? No, I think he's got, uh, something. Mm-hmm. There's definitely something going on there. No, he's off. You know, he's, hey, this guy's off. Let's put it that way. And no know, offense not, to uh, people. No, no offense to autistic people. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I, if he is autistic, I would cut him some slack. Or as some people are just good. I think it's putzes. a narcissism. I would mm-hmm. say it's a narcissism. He's the main character. Mm-hmm. Quite literally, he's yeah. written a book where this story happens. And he's saying this is a true story. And the whole thing, even the first episode, it's like, but did that happen? He's like, no, but the rest of it's true. Uh-huh. Like, that's what he sure. keeps saying yeah. about his story. Sure. And so the more that, but now they're also, he wrote a screenplay. This Paul T. Goldman wrote a screenplay mm-hmm. based on his book. So Jason Wollner is also making a movie from his screenplay while making a documentary about this guy. So that was my so, question. Uh, the the reenactment stuff that was a, a real movie that he was making, like when when Paul the, T. Goldman is acting. That's that's yes. a movie that they were. Was that a real movie or was that just for the purpose of the documentary? Both. Okay. It was a screenplay that this fella Paul T. Goldman wants to make as a movie. So they're shooting these fi- these scenes. While also making a documentary about this guy, but this is where like okay, this is this is where like I have my qualms of like yes, just because somebody's wants the attention is like well no I put it out in the world because I want people to hear this story, but if you know if you can give them the attention but you know that they're not well. What, morally, what is the right thing to do? They should have called the show Humoring an Idiot. Okay, but I'm trying to get, I'm trying to go past that right mm-hmm. now. Morally, this is a person that's not well, but it's like, I have a, you should make a movie about me, but it's a crazy person. And if you know that's a crazy person and making a movie about that crazy person isn't going to do well for that crazy person, do you still make the movie? Well, see, that was my problem. Because now, now you're now you're being entertained by somebody's mm-hmm. maladjusted life or misfortune. Yeah, you're not being entertained by this person the way that person feels you should be entertained by them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you know that consciously, you know that it's like, who was I talking to about this? Sean Jordan, I think. It's like it's like bum fights. Mm-hmm. Sean or somebody else the other night. It's like bum fights where you're watching it and the people are making it like, what? We gave them each a hundred bucks. That's what they, they want a hundred bucks. You're like, yeah, but it's not. Yeah. What you did isn't good. Yeah, I agree. But they could see like, well, actually they're better now because I gave them a hundred bucks. 
And it's like, this is the kind of thing, like, this guy is like, you should make a movie about my story. But he's not making the story that this guy, Paul T. Golden, wants to be made. He's making fun of him. But he's not making fun of him. It's one of those, like, give him enough rope and let him hang themselves scenarios. But, yeah, and my problem with the overall production was, okay, I get that this, like, the whole Chronicles part and the whole him acting in his movie. Like, okay, I get that. Why did they waste so much film and manpower on shooting those scenes? And why did they make the viewer sit through awful acting, awful storytelling? Like, all that shit was like, okay, you could have shown a fraction of that just to show Ooh, that that's what he Because you're laughing to do. at it. But yeah, see, that yeah, was... Yeah, because you're laughing, you're laughing at what this guy thinks is good it's like everything like the room you know oh that's Which i've still never you. seen the original I i've still it. never seen the original i hated it yeah well but that's the thing you hated it because you went going to see a real movie mm-hmm. but people who praise it like oh like the whole cult you phenomenon ever- behind it i had friends that came out back when i was living in atlanta and like i had a whole group of friends mm-hmm. just oh we got to go see it. they went and saw it multiple times i'm like why are, the fact that they even wasted film on this piece of shit like you're yeah. just wasting everybody's time like who gives Clearly a fuck? not if people were going back multiple uh, times to see it like you're just humoring a moron but they're not they're going because they had a great time laughing at something that was bad i believe the term is irony but yeah that goes back to what your point you is never, though did, of like Did you ever laugh? Did you ever did you ever watch a, a, such a bad comic that you had a good time because of how bad they were? Not really because I can't get over the fact that that fucker on stage is taking up someone else's spot. Like he's not taking it seriously. You're wasting everybody's fucking time. Get the fuck Who knows? off stage. No, but okay, this is where I argue with you. What if they are taking it seriously? Paul T. Goldman still took Paul T. Goldman churned out more scripts than fucking ninety percent of the people I know in L.A. that say they're writing scripts. Good point. Good point. That guy put that guy has more output than most than yep. any comedian that yeah. says they're right. They're working on a project, but and went out of his way to get stuff done. If it's a hundred percent, you can't dog say they're not shit. taking it seriously. But you can't say they're not taking it seriously. Yeah. There was a similar movie years ago uh, called Windy City Heat. I don't know if you ever saw that. It was Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was kind of the same principle of like, okay. That one was a little easier to swallow just because the guy was such a fucking asshole that you didn't feel bad laughing at him. But well, I thought still, that was just a joke. I thought they didn't know. I, I have not seen Windy City. I know about it. If but. I remember it correctly, and this is just the broad strokes, but it was Jimmy Kimmel, Adam Carolla, that whole crew, but they had a real-life acquaintance who was just this loose-end asshole, this just live wire, just and clearly had some issues. And I think he was yeah. wanted to be an actor, and then the whole joke was like, hey, dude, you got cast to star in a movie. And he's like, really? And then they shot okay. this whole fucking fake movie, and the whole time this idiot thinks he's shooting a real movie, but really we're all like, hi, this idiot thinks he's shooting a real movie. But that one was a little easier to swallow because he was such an asshole. That you're like, okay, he maybe he deserves what he's getting. And not that this Paul T. Fucknuts is yeah. not an asshole too, but it just this just felt like such a waste of time. The, all the scenes of his chronicles and the actual fake movie was like I, I was just I kept asking, why are they making us sit through this? Like why like show a fraction of it, but like there was a couple okay. of those scenes that were like five, ten minutes long of these 
fake horrible movie and it just the fact yeah, that yeah cuz you're laughing at you're laughing <laughs> or maybe presuming that the viewer would be laughing at the fact that it's bad mm-hmm. because this is what this guy thinks is good yeah you know it's like outside it's like outsider art it's like uh it's like a uh what's the austin musician that daniel johnston yeah mm-hmm. You know, it's it's outsider art, but it, then it's also like this guy, the director, sat with this project for 10 years yeah. making this on and off. And then the story unfolding that, oh, this is this whole thing is a figment of this guy's imagination. Yeah, because he and got he got calm because you're a fucking putz and you. you yeah. No, he yeah, he's he's just. Yeah, he is a putz. And his whole. And so that's part of the story that's fascinating is like. Oh, this guy went through great lengths of creating all these stories instead of just quietly being like, yep, I'm, I'm a sucker. Mm-hmm. He created this world out of it, not in a whimsical way, because he's still like, he was still shitty. Like, I'm not saying the dude's not shitty. Yeah. But that's that. But that's why it's almost like the creators make it feel like, feel like that's why it's okay to laugh at him, because he's still a shitty dude who's mm-hmm. like pointing fingers and accusing these people of all these different things yeah. just because he's a putz. But then the movie makes no qualm. It's not hiding the fact that he's a putz. Yeah. That so. whole angle of like, uh, I'm going to take down a prostitution ring. Like he was treating that like, first of all, mm-hmm. who gives a shit? It's not like it was a pedophile ring. Something like that, I get. It's, like, okay, it's not about who get. It's about that he gives a shit. Yeah. I, I think you missed the point entirely. No, from no his, from his, I think no, you from his point, truly of view. missed the point of why you would watch this thing. No, but from his point of view, I want to say, hey man, who gives a shit if she is in a prostitution ring? Okay, it, you got it, it, you exactly. Got that's addressed, but Dave, that's addressed mm-hmm. in it when the woman talking to him was like, "Well, a lot of these words are outdated." Yeah, and also. Sex work isn't like you know you know why frown on it and yeah. then when he does the created Q and A yes that the manufactured Q and A question and a girl's right. like well is isn't getting a, a mail order bride part of sex work like Dave all the things you're mad about yeah. are addressed in it yeah they're like all these things are addressed yeah I think I'm mad at so, myself for spending so much time watching such a fucking moron. I so, thought it was interesting. You're not watching it. You're not watching it because he's the main character. You're watching mm-hmm. it because, I mean, he is the main character, but not in a hero sense. Yeah. You know, like, you know, like, uh, look at, let's shine a light on this nut. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing. So the end result is still now the world knows about this dude, Paul T. Goldman, and we all think he's a putz. Is that morally, that's my question. Is it ethically okay to do that? Even though, like, at the the guy wants his story told, but then this is how it got told. The guy wanted the attention. Now he got the attention, but it's not good. Yeah. Is it bad? Because, like, I don't think he's mentally capable of realizing. Well, I guess that's the question. You know, is is this guy, does he have... Be careful legit- what you wish for, I guess. Exactly. Is phrase. But I, I, the question is, where's the line between good old-fashioned dipshit and an actual mental illness. Well, that's a question for the ages, Dave. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, but I I mean, that's, I sit, I I like watching 
open mics mm-hmm. because I like I mean I like comedy. I like seeing my friends try new stuff. I like seeing somebody that oh shit that person's real funny or I can tell that person is going to be real funny. Mm-hmm. And then the people that have no concern for the lack of a better term art of stand up but go up because they think they're just the shit and eat it for five minutes. Mm-hmm. That's the funniest part of an open mic to yeah. me is watching somebody get their ass handed to them mm-hmm. who thought they were going to knock it out of the park. Yeah. I'm not laughing at them the way they want me to laugh at them, yeah. but I'm laughing at them. Yeah. So that's how this – that's the vein that this movie was in. Now, that's the thing. Am I wrong for laughing at them? They signed up. These people signed up for an open mic. Mm-hmm. They signed up to have an audience. And if that audience is like, man, you fucking suck, that's <laughs> all right. That You signed up for it. Yeah. We've all had a night where we've been the ones that have fucking sucked. Oh, yeah. But this is a whole movie on a major platform. Yeah. So, or a series, rather, series. Um, but I thought it was an, an, an interesting watch. I still, I, ha- I you know, I had my qualms with like, any of the shows where the public was even some of the jackass stuff it was funny when they did it to themselves but mm-hmm. when they really made like throwing the mannequins off bridges and stuff I'm like yeah that's yeah I never like I, I hate pranks I hate I pranks can't. on the unsuspecting public like that's been going around now like with TikTok and stuff yeah. like these fucking TikTok pranksters they're going out here doing watching shit a, and then they're watching a the TikTok fu- prankster get yeah. his ass watching kicked. them get their ass kicked yeah. that's the only video I want to see yeah that's what happens fuck face like I ain't in on the prank so go fuck yourself like, is is a mass shooter at fault if he's like I just was aiming at TikTok prankster <laughs> there <laughs> there's question your question for the there's your moral no, dilemma that, right there Ugh. Uh, no that that stuff yeah doing it for internet clout the only internet cloud I want you to get is you getting your ass kicked. Mm-hmm. That's all I want to see. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Uh, well, I just I don't think that whole thing of just that that's part of my problem with show business in general, just the I just I don't have any talent, but I want to be famous. I want to be a star. That's my problem with like the whole American Idol thing. I want to be a star. Really? How many shitty bar gigs have you done? How many years have you struggled I mean, on the road? Do you know no, none? None. You just you woke up. You're 18. You're good looking. You woke up and you want to be a star. Okay, got it. You well, know? Natasha Leggero's great joke when American Idol was first like coming on the air. She's like, if these are the people we're making idols out of, who's gonna slice the lunch meat? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, but I mean, and I do think there's harmless. That's the thing. There's harmless stuff. Like the video, of the guy's got like a little fart machine, but he's like always jogging and just making ripping loud, wet farts around people in the park. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I'm sorry, that one's funny. I mean, yeah, he's not hurting anybody. <laughs> he's not ruining anybody's day. He's running by and going, "Oh, mommy," <laughs> and then people laugh. That's it. That's it. That's, that's... you didn't Ugh. you didn't physically touch anybody. You didn't do anything to him. You didn't put anybody in like a state of shock or fear, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't think anybody in a medical condition, if they heard a fart, would be like, oh, God, my blood pressure, my glucose, yeah. you know? Yeah. No, I get that. Oh, boy. But, yeah, yeah. what a what a putz. But, yeah, I mean, that's I guess that is the appeal of these type of shows is like, should we feel bad about laughing at an idiot or not? 
if the idiot wants to if the the idiot doesn't know they're an idiot mm-hmm. and they want to be they want attention given to them yeah but that was like when that the whole like howard stern type thing and having people i never listened to howard stern i would never into it never did Were anything you a howard for stern me. guy no not at all i don't i don't have an aversion to him it just other than maybe his accent i some of that New York accent stuff is is hard for me to sit around and listen to, but <laughs> but well, not, I'm just like oh this guy's a this guy's a you know I mean this he, guy's a, a underintelligent individual I see why we're people laughing like at him but he's famous because of it yeah you know? no I, I I get the appeal to to someone like Stern but it just never connected with me. Oh man! Hey, I wanted to ask you about this. Uh, I know you've had some issues in the past, like with uh, in regards to ticket prices and scalpers and mm-hmm. what have you. I got all excited because Willie Nelson is coming to town, celebrating his 90th birthday, doing a two night stint at the Hollywood Bowl with a bunch of amazing guests, a lot of fa- a lot of uh, musicians that I'm a fan of, Sturgill Simpson, Tyler Childers, uh, all kinds of folks. And I thought, boy, I sure would like to go see that. Uh, what's a, what's a ticket to that going to cost? You know, hundred and fifty bucks, two hundred bucks. Cheapest ticket, the cheapest one I found. And I and I guess my question, I, I don't know. I should have done more research, but mm-hmm. I guess this is the actual market, not the black market or the resale market or the scalpers market. Cheapest ticket on the website that they were promoting to go get tickets at seven hundred dollars. Ranging, I saw some that were fifty five hundred. What's uh, is that? I, I mean, I'd like to think that that's not Willie's idea of charging the cheapest ticket seven hundred dollars. What the fuck is going on with that? I get that that's a big show. There's a ton of other stars. I'm, I wasn't expecting a thirty dollar ticket, but Jesus Christ, seven hundred bucks cheapest ticket. I'm looking right now. What do we got? It's a two day ticket. No, six hundred dollars. It's a, it's oh, a you two day ticket. It's for bo- it's for Saturday and Sunday. These tickets are for two days. Oh, I thought for sure the one I looked at was just for one day. Okay, maybe that's the confusion. These are s- six hundred dollars for two days, which I guess they're not. They won't sell you a ticket for one day. Oh, okay, that's what it is. You have to buy the two day. Okay, well then that makes my complaint. A, a I, is ninety year old Will? I mean, the, the rest of the show looks good. Is ninety year old? That guy is just a pinata of rolling papers and stems at this point. No, I, I don't know it. if that guy. I'm a huge fan. Is, He's one of my favorites, but I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, you're not yeah, getting. No. Uh, you're not getting prime 1974. We're, uh, we're leaning on the back line pretty hard for this one. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's just so disappointing. But yeah, it looks like it's a it's a two day ticket. You gotta Okay. Well that my grievance isn't quite as uh, great now. Okay. But yeah, what's uh that does pose a question. What's um who's a band you would pay the most to see? Or a show like this? Is there somebody? Man, is there I, somebody you'd pay five hundred bucks to go see? It's more about like would I travel to see them? There's a band called Sludgeworth that's going to be playing back in Chicago, and I'm going to be out of town for it. 
I would pay to go back to see the show, but mm-hmm. the show is going to be twenty bucks. I I can't think of an act. I mean, I paid some money to see Guns and Roses. Mm-hmm. What'd you pay for those tickets? You mind telling us? I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I think I got. I think I got him through UTA or the agency yeah. or whatever. I still had to pay for him, but uh-huh. I got like agency rate. Yeah, I could see that being a, a pretty hefty ticket. Yeah, but it was still it wasn't uh, obscene. Mm-hmm. I don't. It's one of those things. Like if a band's gonna charge that much, I kind of get mad at them. Mm-hmm. You know, if that's the if it's not the resale price, and the band is like, yeah, we're gonna you're gonna give me a five hundred dollar show. What are you gonna do for a five hundred dollar yeah, show? That's a lot of pressure you're putting on yourself. Yeah. So I don't know. We paid. Well, no, because it's still, we went and saw Bob Seger, but it's like, yeah, we're all getting a limo. We're like, we're going to do fun stuff. I mean, it's one of those, like, am I going to get box seats? Am I going to sit? I can't, honestly, I can't think of what I would spend that money for mm-hmm. because I can't think of a band that would be like, yeah, we will charge this much. I don't go to see professional musicians play. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather, I had the same thought. I'd rather fly to new orleans to see the drive-by truckers and all you know get a hotel and a plane i'd rather spend the money on something like that yeah. than just going to see one show in the town i live in that costs that much and if a band's charging that much it's mean they've been around for a long time which means they're older and not mm. as charismatic and fun as they used like true i still when i saw beastie boys in 94 it's still the best live show i've ever seen really because it was my excitement to see them was matched by their performance okay and nice. if I could recapture that show, uh-huh. which I can't, you know, some, uh, some people have passed on. Yeah. Uh, I would pay 500 bucks to be able to see that show again. Yeah, but I can't I think of who's playing now. Mm-hmm. I don't like, a, you know, I'm not, not that I don't like, but I'm not a lot of like heritage musicians or something like, you know. You know, people that have been in the scene for a long time. It's mm-hmm. like, good for you. I don't, can't see why. Yeah. Go spend a bunch of money, though. Man, uh, well, I was laid up. When I wasn't on the toilet, I was in the bed watching movies. Uh, oh, yeah. Katie told me I couldn't do any boogie research while I was laid up. She's like, you, you need to be completely uh, unrestricted and completely comfortable. <laughs> so it's like, all right, I was going to. Gonna do some. Wouldn't let you look at your laptop. She wouldn't let me watch my YouTube videos of cryptids. Um, I watched some good. <laughs> man, I watched two really intense movies back to back, just just by chance. Uh, just didn't know anything about them. Just reading, looking at the thumbnail, reading the description, and they both were really good and really intense. Uh, first one, uh, I think it's 2017. It's been out a couple of years, five years or so. Uh, the killing of a sacred deer. With uh, Colin Farrell, have you seen that one or heard about that one? No, Dude. Uh, psychological you're a big thriller. Colin Farrell. Yeah, ever since uh, Banshees, I never gave two shits about Colin Farrell, but uh, Banshees I loved, and it made me want to go back and revisit uh, In Bruges. And I was like, oh boy, that's they were good. selling them. Yeah, they were selling them as some heartthrob for the longest time. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I turns did. out he writes a real good dimwit. Yeah. 
Yeah, he was. Uh, but yeah, he's in this and uh, one of the best psychological thrillers. And the the um, the younger fella who's in Banshees, what's his name? Shit, I guess I could look it up, but uh, I had it on the tip of my tongue. Anyway, the younger fella in Banshees is in this mm. movie, and he's kind of the main character. Well, Colin Farrell too, but uh, just absolutely crushed it. And uh, I I don't want to tell what it's about, but like psychological thriller, like. Moral dilemma, like killing ho- of a sacred deer. Holy, you say, yeah, holy shit! Okay. Like just the ending is a real holy shit moment. Then I watched a movie called Skin, and I think this one's just a year or two old. And it's um, neo, basically a neo Nazi sees the errors of his ways, tries to escape the family, escape the gang, and uh, this is based oh, on a right. true story. So no spoiler because this is based on a true story, but uh, this dude, the main character, and then they at the end of the movie they show. I love that in movies uh, where they I show met, the. Real I watched guy. a documentary. Yeah, I watched yeah. a documentary about the real dude. From yeah, this. guy has all these uh, crazy uh, racist face tattoos, and then uh, spends like two yeah. years getting all that shit removed. And uh, at the end, they show like a little sequence, uh, a, a timeline of the real guy. Uh, you know. A, a, Mm-hmm. A photo, uh, what's the word? Montage uh, of you know them those tats slowly coming off one by one, and just how yeah, his appearance yes. changes. But uh, that was a that was an intense movie too. And the actor, actor is a guy named Jamie Bell. He was in a bunch of uh, like indie movies fifteen twenty years ago when he was you know maybe a teen actor. Um, I can't remember. I think a movie called The Chum Scrubber. He he, one of those like indie actors, kind of like a Paul Dano type that just showed up in a ton yeah, of yeah. ton of indie movies, um, but just crushed it as the lead. Just just great performance, uh, great story. Uh, the female in it is great. She was in this movie called Baby Cakes that came out a couple years ago about a female rapper, uh, kind of. Oh yeah, that was that was a good one. Yeah, female eight mile type story, but she's great. But yeah, just uh, watch those yesterday. Danielle McDonald. Yeah, yeah, she's awesome. But yeah, watch those back to back. I was like, God damn! And uh, Killing of a Sacred Deer, great movie. I really enjoyed it, but not literally. Oh, Nicole Kidman was in it. Literally, if I can remember correctly, not one second of levity. Not nobody cracked a smile. Nobody laughed. Not one joke was told. Just fucking skin. You're talking about? Yeah. Uh, no, uh, killing of a sacred deer is the one I'm talking about now. About just zero levity. Oh, okay. okay. Well, I mean, skin had no levity either. But uh, yeah, it's just weird to watch a movie that's just that tense the whole time, where you're like, "Fuck!" Like this is just. I I, I don't want to spoil the setup, but just the the plot sets itself up to where you're like, oh, shit, what, what's this fella going to do now? And, uh, yeah, worth checking out. I really enjoyed it. Killing okay. of a Sacred Deer okay. and Skin. And I also, Katie and I, a couple days ago, watched Megan. And, um, oh, eh. with the three? Yeah. Just a little eh. robot baby? Yeah, I mean, interesting Just concept. A little, little robot baby? <laughs> Great concept. Uh, I feel like the execution missed, missed the mark. But, you know, still entertaining, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. You watch it at home, you go out to the movies. Uh we watch that one at home. Yeah. Okay. I only really go I to the movies out. now when I'm craving popcorn. I always like yeah, I like going to the movies, but then I never go to the movies. Yeah, I like when going. I'm there, I'm like, I gotta go to the movies more often. 
Yeah. Uh, we went and saw Babylon mm. uh, just because I woke up craving popcorn and I wanted to s- support our boy Rory. Uh, that that was entertaining. I, did we talk about if that? You don't make... I, I don't know. Grossest... You liking popcorn? I think we're coming. <laughs> Babylon, uh, maybe the grossest scene I've ever seen in a movie within the first three minutes of the movie. I think you did address it. Yeah. No spoilers. Yeah. Meaning don't spoil anybody's meal. And here's the other, oh, and did we talk about this? I watched, uh, last week we watched, uh, we're trying to go through some of the Oscar-nominated movies. Watched um, Triangle of let's Sadness. See, Triangle of Sadness. This was kind of a premise I wrote in my notebook a, a while back, but I truly believe it. You know how they have, like, the ratings now, like, you know, rated R for strong language and mature, but there mm-hmm. needs to be a VO for vomit, there seems to be an influx of vomit scenes in movies lately, and I, I just don't need that. I don't need too much vomit. There's a scene in Triangle of Sadness that's like I, 10 know, minutes of vomit. We, it's 10 minutes that's of That's probably vomit. the last movie we went and saw in the theater, and I went up and got to the bathroom, and I got back, and Rachel's like, oh, you missed it. It was awful. Like, I almost threw up from watching all that. Really? You yeah. can watch a bunch of violence, but you can't watch a little barf? I don't like barf, man. I don't I don't like I've been I've been barfed on too many times, and it's just, mm. I think I got a little PTSD. I ugh. Yeah, but I, I just here? I don't know why you like as a filmmaker's perspective. Like I get that okay, maybe this scene or this sto- part of the story, you know, this person vomiting is pivotal in this scene. You can shoot it in a way that's just not completely can't say that on television. Green puke falling from the ceiling, like oh, like some of these scenes, they, it's just like but they chose not to. How'd you handle Stand by Me? What's the point? Yeah, I mean, that was rough. First time I saw that as a kid, you know, just. But that was a little cartoonish, so it didn't. Yeah. I think the realistic ones, it's just like, oh, man. I think I'd rather get peed on know. than puked on, man. I don't know. Of course, that's a whole nother episode. Well, yeah, that's a. <laughs> You really moved in. You really moved into the fetish world with that. I just don't. I don't know what you the hear, benefit. You hear that, little fellas? You hear that, little fellas, waiting in their Honda Accords at the park in Griffith Park? I Dave just, would rather be peed on than puked on. I, from an artist, little bit about me. That's Dave's grinder profile. A little bit about me. Rather be peed on than puked on. From a large popcorn artistic point of view, I don't know what's the point of showing. Like gratuitous vomit. What's big the bowl, point? big bowl, of hot pee smells like hot butter popcorn. If you think about it, I mean, you know, you pee on me, I can take a if shower. You smell, if you right sm- if you smell it, yeah, if you smell it out of the corner of your nose, you can't tell the two apart. I don't mind bodily fluids as long as they're not chunky. So, okay, Jesus, oh, chunky piss. But yeah, that. Uh, no oh, so stones. you did? You said you did see uh, Triangle of Sadness. Yeah, we saw yeah. that one in the oh, theaters. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't about it. Yeah, it I wasn't just either. went on for. I like the very the, my type of movie. The very ending, the island part, I thought was okay, and the little twist there with the yeah. link. I thought okay, that was interesting, but for the most part, I just don't. Maybe I don't know fucking shit about movies, but I see some of these Oscar nominated movies, and I'm like, what? I I don't know. Well, I, don't, I, don't I can't think of the last time. Not trying to be like that guy. Like I can't think about the last time I gave a shit about the Oscars. Like, oh, the mm-hmm. Oscars are tonight. Cool. That's when I'm gonna go to the grocery store. Yeah. Like yeah, I feel the I same really way, care. but it's. It's the Super Bowl, 
But if you're telling me, types. if you're telling me these are supposed to be a group of the best movies, it's like okay. Who's and who's telling you? Yeah, that? yeah. But I, I guess I just I don't. I, I don't know how that. I don't works. see the Fast and Furious listed in here anyway. <laughs> so I mean, seriously, is that all just PR? Is that just? I mean. I, I, you know more about the inside of show business than I do, but is that just I, having the I right don't. team push your shit or what? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I it's don't the get same it. way anything's at. Why is anything at the forefront? Why, why, are, why is the worst comedy in stadiums right now and the best comedy trying to sell 50 tickets at a bar? Yeah. So I don't know, man. It's what it is. You got all, you know, you got all the right people, all the right. Uh, names, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't fucking know. I just, yeah, I'm looking at it now. I don't, uh, um, I didn't see. I think I, f- I think I watched the Elvis one on a plane. How was that? Fell asleep. Yeah. Oh, it's a, it's that Boz Lerman. It's all like hyper stylized mm-hmm. and kind of like, kind of, to me it feels like if, uh, oh, it's like if Von Dutch made a movie. That's what, <laughs> that's what all the Boz Lerman stuff feels like. Uh, Banshees of Inch in a Sheeran. I liked it. Saw it, liked yeah. it. Yeah. Saw it, liked it. Did not see Brendan Fraser in the whale. I know people are mad because he wore a fat suit. Uh-huh. And that he played a gay guy. They're like, you should get a actual fat gay guy well here's my question with that now i i kind of understand that's been a grievance in the last few years about you know representation and whatnot but what if you got this great script and it's about a 600 pound guy how many i mean there's just uh, there's going to be a limited amount of good 600 pound actors what's what's the harm in putting on a on a suit I feel like that's what acting is. Yeah, exactly. It's, pretend, it's pretending. I don't know why people. I, I guess I, I guess I get the the gay thing. I get more of like a straight actor playing a gay when there are probably plenty of talented gay actors you could have cho- chose from. But sometimes that just seems a little nitpicky. But it's also you know changing the race of a role and all this stuff. Yeah, that I, I just, get. I totally I get that. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not a filmmaker. I'm not mm-hmm. bent out of shape. With whatever choice you want to make. Mm-hmm. That's somebody else. After Sun, don't know what it is. Living, don't know what it is. These are all actors. What are the, what are the movies? What movies are they? Uh, I don't have the list in God. front of me. Uh, what are they horny about? Fableman's, Elvis, Inna Sharon, The Whale. Uh, there's one I want to see. Uh, Women Talking, that looks good. I- I'll watch anything with uh, Frances McDormand. Does it? Love her. <laughs> I can't believe it is. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. It's that looks best good. Best movie of the whole thing. Best picture. All Quiet on the Western Front. I watched that one. Oh, Oof. you did? Was it good? World and, War II? No, it's a remake. Yeah, okay. World War One. One. okay. Heavy. Really? Avatar. Man, I would rather you shit in my mouth than make me watch <laughs> another Avatar movie. <laughs> Fuck that. I'd rather I would rather take ass and go to a slaughterhouse than fucking watch Avatar. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Uh, the rest of these are whatever. Top Gun, give it to Top Gun just because it's Top Gun. Hell yes, Top Gun. 
Okay, that's I saw it and I enjoyed it, but that seems a little out of character for the Oscars, does it not? Like, it's just an action movie. Okay, was, uh, I, I didn't I didn't understand how that got on the list. But again, yeah, I mean, I'm you could say that about a handful of those movies every year. So who knows? What the fuck do I know? Yeah, I don't care about any of these. I will say this. Yeah, I think I, it's I, insane that uh, Margot Robbie didn't get a nomination for uh, Babylon. Babylon is a little disjointed. It was entertaining, but the story was kind of whatever. But she, What's it about? She, she just crushed it. It's kind of about uh, the early days of Hollywood when they're transitioning from uh, silent films to talking films. And uh, oh, okay. she's uh, she's a, a, a up-and-coming starlet. And she, man, I, I don't know what it is about her, like, She's just awesome, and I mean, an obvious thing. Of course, she's attractive, and yeah, yeah, I don't know what it is about her either. <laughs> no, but like seriously, I think that might even hurt her. No, she's you good. know, in in terms of like people don't take her as did, seriously because she is so beautiful. But like, man, she's. Did you see the Tanya Harding movie? Loved it, loved it. I thought she was yeah, amazing. Was I thought she was great in that, and but she's great in Babylon. Just uh, a real spitfire. I think Brad Pitt was great. I think Brad Pitt probably suffers from the same thing, too. He's so handsome that people sometimes don't re- realize. Can't believe he hits his wives. <laughs> such a good. Oh, does he hit his wives? Is that a thing? Yeah, that was a big thing that came out. No, Everybody I didn't know that. beating their wife. Brad, who'd he hit? Angelina? Yeah. I don't know how, who all he's been married man. to. I don't. Dude, I don't. What the fuck is I wrong heard with th- I saw, like, a thing on Twitter. I'm like. This is not a rabbit hole. I'm going like I don't. This knowledge doesn't need to be part of my taking up space. I got limited space. Jeez, I, I didn't hear about that at all. I like Brad Pitt, but uh, that definitely changes my opinion. If that's true, some some sort of riffraff. Hmm. But well, yeah, man, I think we've got it all figured. I gotta out. go. We do. We got it figured uh-huh. out again. We took a week off. Sorry, yeah. nothing was figured out for the last week, guys. Yeah. But now here it is. I'll figure it out for you. Mm-hmm. Here to serve. Also, uh, one last go note. Get rad. You got to go get rad. One last note. Uh, I've fallen out of love with uh, pork buns. I want to say Chinese. I don't know if they're Chinese, Vietnamese. What's the deal with a pork bun? What's all that? I like a bow. I like a good bow. Is pork buns is like yeah, yeah. it's like eating a pillow. I don't, I don't get the appeal. I'm I'm done with that. Well, I'm done with pork buns, Kyle. <laughs> turning, I didn't know turning a new leaf. When were you eating a bunch and then you? Stopped? Nah, I had one. I I have them every now and then at the dim sum place, just because everybody so says gave you the. No, this was a, a week or two ago. But uh, I was just eating one. It was just, uh, it was really disappointing. And I was just, I was like, what are people doing? What's the appeal here? The pork was a little too sweet. The bun is, is just too much. There's too much going on there. It's bland. Not to, not to pick on Asian cuisine, but uh, I think uh, pork buns get a little too much okay. credit. So, yeah, just want to get that off my chest. You, you heard it here first, everybody. Uh-huh. You heard it here in Boogie Nation. Dave's done with pork buns. But I am a hold taco, all deliveries. I am a Taco Bell fan now, so you know the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Which those are just little creamy buns. Yeah, those are creamy buns. I got some flavor. I got some taste. You just didn't have room for that many types of buns. One <laughs> one out, one in. <laughs> bun out, bun in. 
All right, Ding Dong. Anything to plug? All right, man. Where are you at next week? What are you uh, doing in L.A.? You, you're, uh, what, what? I almost said Fargo. You playing Fargo? Where are we at on the calendar today? What's today? Well, uh, what's today in podcast calendars? In, in podcast world, uh, shit. I Tuesday the 7th? 7th, yeah. Oh, tomorrow night in L.A. I'll be at uh, the Rogue-esque pub and... I'm doing a hot tub tomorrow night too. There you go. Rogue S- Rogue Rogue like pub. Okay. In Studio City at right about seven thirty, and then I'm doing a later spot over at Hot Tub. And I'm hanging out. Largo the tenth is sold out. Nice. So the actual dates will be uh, the Roommates Tour. There you go. With old me and Matt Bronger. I gotta look up the actual thing. Hold on, I'm gonna find it. Hold on, I'm going to find it. Here we go. It is, oh boy, Tuesday, February 21st at the Orpheum Theater in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Nice. With Sean Jordan, too. There you go. Wednesday, the tw- Wednesday, the 22nd, North Shore Theater in Duluth, Minnesota with Sean Jordan. And the next night, Thursday, the 23rd at the Fargo Theater with also with Sean Jordan. This is me and Matt Bronger and Sean Jordan. That's in Fargo, North Dakota. February 24th, the Park Theater in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada, with a uh, pal Jeff Sinclair. Bring it out with Jeff Sinclair. That's what we're doing. You, Matt, and Sean. Pick up. Oh, if this lady doesn't pick up her dog shit. Putzing around in the snow. That's, that's She's a... picking it up. Thank you. Thank you for picking up your dog shit. Oh, man. man. This dog is unloading right now. <laughs> she got the bag out. God damn, that was... Was four dogs worth of shit. <laughs> oh, this fellow looks this fellow looks light on his feet now. That's the Boogie Monster Podcast most Tuesdays. <laughs> you sprain your wrist carrying that bag, lady. <laughs> so I'm looking I look out, I sit in my room and I'm looking right on the sidewalk, and we got because people would let their dogs shit. Because the sidewalk starts on our property. There's no sidewalk, and it starts when it gets... And so these dogs that are just on the street finally get to a sidewalk. they got to go over a little bit of grass. They would take, let them take a shit right there, which, whatever, just as long as you pick it up. Mm-hmm. But then people won't pick it up. We put a don't poop on the yard sign right there, and somebody let their dog shit right in front of the don't poop on our yard sign, like as a as a take that, and oh, God, I want to... Oof. I catch that. No pun intended. Is there a bigger piece of shit than someone that won't pick up a piece of shit from their own dog? What are you doing? I mean, yeah. What are you do, doing? I mean, we started this whole podcast talking about mass shooters and murderers and torturers. This is right up there. But also, also on that list. What are you doing? What do you? Th- who the fuck do you think's picking that up? You right, fucking right, asshole. Got, we're, getting you, we're getting you riled, Dave. Also, return your you fucking got, shopping weak. cart. Return your shopping You're weak, cards. Dave. Dave, you're weak from I'm sickness. Okay. We can't get you riled up right now. All right, now. I'll calm down. Do you, do you have anything to plug, Dave? No. Other than doing a sto- basic human decencies. Doing a storytelling show in Long Beach soon, but I don't remember the date, so I'll, I'll talk about that next week. All right, sounds good. <laughs> uh, I gotta go. Great to the, plug. I gotta go to the bathroom. Dave, is, that's what that's why you're angry right now. It's bubbling up. It's bubbling up. We got to get him out of here. All right, everybody. Talk to you soon. 
the Boogie Monster. Network.